Hi, you are listening to Encouraging Women for Christ, and I'm your host and Bible teacher, Courtney Silberman. Ladies, have you been looking for a simple, straightforward way to understand the book of Revelation? Well, join us today as we take this amazing book one verse at a time using easy-to-understand explanations and other verses in the Bible to go through this incredible book. I know you are going to leave each teaching blessed and refreshed in the Word of God and hopeful in what's to come as a follower of Jesus Christ. And hey, if you are just beginning your journey to understand what a relationship with Jesus is, please join us too. You will learn so much about Jesus' love for you and hear all about how you can enter into a personal relationship with God for yourself. Let's be excited together about the glorious future we have in Christ Jesus. And know we will be blessed, as Revelation 1-3 tells us, when we invest the time in learning the book of Revelation together. Welcome back to our study of the book of Revelation. Today we are going to be in chapter 8, and we are going to be talking about the seven trumpets. And we are going to look at it in two parts. So this is the seven trumpets, and this is part one, and we're going to look at the first four trumpets. So let's begin by reading in Revelation chapter 8. I am in the New King James Version and have your Bible out in front of you. It's really, really helpful as we read through the text to have your eyes look down on the text and read with us as we go along. Chapter 8. When he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints, upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. And a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. Then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood, and a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. Then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. And I looked, and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. Let's begin in prayer. Gracious Father, we thank you so much once again for your word and the study of it. We thank you so much for the blessing that comes for those who study and read the book of Revelation and keep it in their hearts, for the time is near. 
Lord, we just ask you today that you bring us comfort in the midst of these trumpet judgments, comfort in knowing that Jesus, it is not your will that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So help us to be comforted by the invitation to always come and receive your salvation and help us to understand what you mean by these things. In Jesus' name, amen. So now we are at chapter 8 in our study and we have so far gone through the first seven chapters and so now we are right at the almost at the end of the first half of the tribulation the first half of the tribulation is is three and a half years long and so we are looking at when we look at chapter 8 and then we go to chapter 9 in part 2 we're looking at the end of the first three and a half years so we have already seen in chapter 6 the lamb opened the first six seals and so when he opens the seventh seal beginning in chapter 8 this is what once he opens that seventh seal that's what releases the seven angels with the seven trumpets for the seven trumpet judgments so let's take a look at verse um, chapter 8 starting in verse 1 and see what happens at the seventh seal and it says when he opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour and I saw the seven angels who stand before God and to them were given seven trumpets. So the seventh seal is silence in heaven for about half an hour. So we have had all these events take place in the first seven and in the first six seals. We had all of those events take place that we looked at in chapter six. And now all of a sudden there's silence in heaven for half an hour. And that silence looks like, according to the text, an indicator that great judgments are about to come. All of heaven, after all that worship we saw in chapter 4 and chapter 5, and then the opening of the seals in chapter 6, all of heaven goes silent because what is about to happen with the seven trumpets on the earth is devastating judgments upon the earth. And so I just want to kind of back up and remind what we had talked about, what scripture had told us as to why the tribulation, the seven year tribulation comes upon the earth. Well, the main part of the seventh seven-year tribulation, which is the 70th week of Daniel in um, Daniel chapter 9, and we will get into that in much more detail in the coming uh, videos and the coming chapters to come. But it is for the salvation of the Jewish nation. It is to bring Israel back to her Messiah, to Jesus as her Messiah. That is one reason. It is an intention-grabbing time upon the earth that people would see the judgments of God and repent and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And it is also a time to test those who dwell on the earth. Remember, we looked at Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, and Jesus himself tells us exactly what these seven years are for. In Revelation 3, 10, when he spoke to the uh, church 
in Philadelphia. And he said, he said to the church in Philadelphia, because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. So the church is taken out of this judgment time, this period of seven year judgment. The church does not go through the wrath of God in Revelation chapter 4, 1, where John hears Jesus say, come up here. That is the rapture of the church and the church is removed and the earth dwellers, those who dwell on the earth are left to be tested by these judgments by God. Uh, so let's pick up in verse 3 of Revelation chapter 8 and see what continues to happen. So it says, Then another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. So these judgments come from the prayers of the saints that go up before God. The prayers of people to ask God to help vindicate them from their enemies and those who have opposed them, those who walked in righteousness, those who wanted to obey God and follow him and were opposed by many, many people that did not want to have anything to do with God and anything to do with Jesus Christ. So this is part of the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar and threw it to the earth and there were noises thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. And so the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. These are judgments upon the earth to destroy those who uh, do not want God's rule and reign over their lives, do not want to have anything to do with the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, but even during these times, God is continuing to call his people to repentance. Now, we have seen God judge using trumpets uh, in the Old Testament, in the book of Joshua. Uh, Joshua was called with the Israelites to march around the city of Jericho with trumpets before God destroyed the city. So let's turn to Joshua chapter 6 and we're going to look at verses 1 through 16. And so in this scene, Moses has led the, had led the Israelites out of Egypt through the wilderness after 40 years. And now after Moses died, Joshua is about to take he has taken the Israelites into the promised land, into Israel. And here is one of the conquests of the Israelites as they go into Israel, as they come upon the people that are dwelling in the land that were uh, not uh, very wicked people. They practiced child sacrifice. They had all sorts of abominations. And so God had called Joshua and the Israelites to come and to execute judgment upon the inhabitants of that land. And so in um, Joshua chapter 6, we pick up 
the judgments, uh, the judgment that God used against the nation or the city of Jericho, I should say, in Joshua chapter 6. And I'm going to read starting in verse 1. It says, Now Jericho was securely set, shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war, and you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days, and seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and then the wall of the city will fall down flat. So let's go back to chapter 8, and let's look at what the first four trumpet judgments are on the earth. So the first trumpet, I'm in uh, verse 7, it says, The first angel sounded, and hail and fire followed, mingled with blood, and they were thrown to the earth. And a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. So the first tr trumpet is like vegetation on the earth that is struck. And so with that trumpet, a third of the trees were burned up and all the green grass was burned up. So let's go to the second trumpet now in verse 8. Then the second angel sounded and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea and a third of the sea became blood and a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed. So in the second trumpet, we have the seas that are struck and the results are the thir a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed. So let's look now at the third trumpet beginning in verse 10. Then the third angel sounded, and a great star fell from heaven, burning like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died from the water because it was made bitter. So now this is where the waters are struck by this star that falls called Wormwood, and a third of the waters became Wormwood, or they became bitter because they're undrinkable. And many men died from the water because it was made bitter. Okay, and then let's go on to the fourth trumpet in verse 12. Then the fourth angel sounded, and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them were darkened. A third of the day did not shine, and likewise the night. And so in the fourth trumpet, then we have the heavenlies struck. And we have a third of the sun, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, and a third of them were darkened. So that means darkness came upon the earth because of the sun, moon, and stars that were struck. And then in verse 13 it says, And I looked and I heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because of the remaining blasts of the trumpet of the three angels who are about to sound. And so when we get to part two of this teaching, when we go to Revelation chapter nine, we will look at the fifth and the sixth trumpet sounds um, and the destruction and the 
plagues that will come from those uh, other trumpet sounds. So this is certainly um, certainly a difficult part of the tribulation for sure for the inhabitants of the earth for uh, those who are in Israel but it is just a reminder once again of what we have looked at since we began the tribulation uh, time in our chapter in our study of revelation where we looked at ezekiel 33 11. and let's go back and let's remember what god's character and heart is it says in ezekiel 33 11, say to them as i live says the lord god i have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his way and live turn turn from your evil ways for why should you die o house of israel remember that it is not god's will that any should perish but that all should repent and receive jesus as their lord and savior these are coming upon the earth to test those who dwell upon the earth it tests the hearts of men and prayerfully through these difficulties through these judgments upon the earth that people would repent they would repent and receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior that is what God's heart is and he wants people to come to him and sometimes in life when things are going well and everything seems to be fine people's hearts don't really seem to be looking for God it's when devastation and destruction comes upon the earth that people start to look up and realize they need God in their lives so during this time that is God's heart it is his heart that people would repent and come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ now I want to take a moment and I want to go back and look at these prayers uh, that we looked at in verse 3 and verse 4 where it said then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar he was given much incense that, so that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand let's look at how important prayer is once again before the throne room of God because we want to be people of prayer we want to be uh, putting this incense before the throne room of God because ultimately all of this is leading to the reason we're studying the book of Revelation is it is leading to the return of Jesus Christ on this earth in chapter 19 to come and dwell here on the earth to set up his glorious millennial kingdom and reign as the Prince of Peace for a thousand years and that is ultimately the heart's desire of all of God's people that he would rule and reign on this earth and so we are crying out for Jesus to come so let's uh, look at prayer and what cries of prayer look like to God if we go back to the Gospels let's go back to Luke um, the Gospel of Luke and I want to turn to Luke chapter 18 and I want to look at this parable of the persistent widow that Jesus told in Luke chapter 18 so I'm in Luke chapter 18 and I'm going to read verses 1 through 8 and let's see what God's heart 
is toward prayer, why prayer is like incense before the throne room of God and how important it is to pray. So it says in Luke chapter 18, starting in verse 1, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and to not lose heart, saying there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. There was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but after her, afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest she, by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on earth? On the earth. Will he find faith on the earth? It is God's will that we continue to cry out to him in prayer, that we cry out, Lord Jesus, grant me justice against my adversary. Now, who is our adversary? It is none other than Satan, the devil and Satan. He is the one that from the beginning is the one that tempted Adam and Eve. They sinned, they fell away from God, and ever since then, this world has been cast into sin and people have been separated from God. And when we come to understand and know that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, we are too crying out, Lord Jesus, grant me justice against my adversary. We want Jesus to be the righteous judge who judges Satan for what he has done to God's people. And part of that judgment is this process of the judgments in the seven-year tribulation where the seven seals, uh, the seventh seal opens the seven trumpet uh, judgments. And then when we get to the seventh trumpet, it will begin the seven bowl judgments upon the earth. So 21 judgments total, seven, seven, and seven that lead up to Jesus's return to this earth to rule and reign as the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's what we ultimately want. But Jesus has to systematically take his creation back to himself by judging Satan and those who continue to persist in following uh, Satan and refusing the Lord, these judgments need to come in order for Jesus to return. So let's remember to keep the big picture in mind here and why all of this happen. It happens because there is a righteous God who is coming to judge those who refuse to receive his offer of salvation, his gift that he has offered everyone on this earth, that he went to the cross, that he died for our sins, that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day and that he is coming again to judge the quick and the dead, and that for everyone who would put their faith and trust in Jesus, they would be rescued out of the judgments of God. They would no longer be under the judgment of God, but they would be in the righteousness of God because they believed on Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So that is why we are looking at all this, why this is such an important part of the book of Revelation that we are studying. And it's just, it's just important for us to understand the process by which God goes through to 
answer that prayer that Jesus taught us to pray in the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We want Jesus to come and rule and reign on this earth, but he has to systematically take it back to himself and take it from the one who usurped God's people in the garden in Genesis chapter 3. And that is what God will do in this section. And so we, um, we have looked at the first four uh, trumpets. We have looked at the first one where vegetation was struck, the second trumpet where the seas were struck, the third trumpet where the waters were struck, and the fourth trumpet where the heavens were struck. And when we go to part two, we are going to look at the other uh, trumpet judgments. So thank you so much for continuing with us in this study. I'm so grateful to have you here, and I promise there is a tremendous blessing for those who read and study this book for the time is near. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you so much for the study of your word. We thank you so much that your word goes out and it does not return void, but accomplishes the purpose for which you send it and prospers in what you send it to do. Though these are difficult things to read through and think through, Lord, we ultimately look to the end with the return of Jesus Christ to the earth. And we understand that we persevere with you through the process of you coming back to earth to rule and reign. We thank you so much for your love for your people called by your name. And we pray that many would repent and put their faith in Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to our teaching today on the book of Revelation. And if you are looking for more tools and resources from Encouraging Women for Christ, please visit our website at encouragedinchrist.org. We are here to help and encourage you on your journey to learning more about God through His Word.